Hey, how you guys doing? This is Edition Brothers Collins. Welcome to the Who Day Over 40 uh, podcast for long time, long suffering Cincinnati Bengals fans. Who day, everybody? Hey, man, we're two and one. The short turnaround week after the victory over the hated Steelers. And it's at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So we're going to do this. It's Who Day Over 40 versus Thursday Night Football Eve um, as we kind of preview the game tomorrow night. Talk about why we didn't wind up making it to the game, even though we talked about possibly going up for the game and um, all that good stuff. And obviously, any the predictions for tomorrow night on the line tonight is Big Hutch. Big Hutch, say what's happening. What's up? What's up? Hey, man. Uh, Shouts out, Sandman. We know you're listening. We know you're out there, man. We love you, brother. Get well real, real soon so we can get you back on the pod. Um, so just before we get started, Hutch, how are you feeling ahead of this game? I got all kinds of stats that will make you uh, your knees quiver or your liver quiver and your knees do all these things that Cornette would say. How are you feeling ahead of this game tomorrow night? Actually, this is the one game I am I really think we're going to put foot in ass and mm-hmm. a penitent. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you see me, if you're watching this on YouTube, you see I have Admiral Akbar up there and my screen name. It's a trap. This feels like a full-on trap game for the Bengals. Uh, clearly the more talented team, the one with the most momentum, all of those types of things. But I got some stats that will, again, make your knees quiver and all of those types of things. So the Bengals, seven and five total against the Jaguars um, at, at home. Seven and five total against the Jags at home uh, with a win last year. If you remember, uh, Joe Mixon went nuts. I think he had like 125 rushing yards, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, he just went nuts. So he, he ran was, in pass, right? Wasn't there? Yeah, I think he had three total touchdowns, yeah. two rushing and one receiving. Joe Burrow uh, threw for 300 yards. I mean, you know, it was, you know, the score wasn't as close as it actually indicated. I don't remember what the, the 33-25. Right. But it wasn't really that close. Like the Bengals were down early, but they pretty much could score at will. Uh, so we definitely like to see that. So that's fine. Uh, I, Bengal Jim tweeted this out. And shouts out to Bengal Jim, too. He tweeted this out, you know, about the record, about the Bengals against the Jags at home. Um, man, a lot of them wins had to be more recent because when they were in the AFC Central, they used to put foot in ass and a pen a tip in the Cincinnati Bengals when they had Mark Brunel, et cetera. Yeah, we, and we talked about that during your – when we were doing all the losing games that we were doing earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they used to get our ass. And I, you kind of forget that, but, yeah, yeah they was they were good there for a minute. Yeah they, we came, yeah, they came in as an expansion team and were bad for like a half an hour. Right. And after that, like, uh, what was that? Who was who was the coach back then? The dude who coached the Giants uh, uh, to the uh, Super Bowl. Oh golly, what was that dude's name? Uh, Coughlin, Tom Coughlin. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, it was Tom Coughlin. He came in and he turned. I mean, they were in the AFC Championship game. I think within two, two years. Two years. Yeah. So I mean, it's uh, yeah, hell of a coach. And the Panthers were too. Yeah. Hell- yeah, hell of a coach and really just, you know, I mean, the Bengals were just terrible at that time and whatever. So, yeah, big win last week. So that's stat number one. Stat number two, the Bengals are eight and seven all time on Thursday night primetime football. Uh, that's surprising the- stat, too. I thought we were losing. Well, if, you're on the, if you're on the YouTube channel, you can see Hutch's screen. Uh, you know, under Andy Dalton, the, the record speaks for itself. You know, there was primetime Andy. And then it was one o'clock, Andy. Andy Dalton's butt cheeks got super tight. 
once the sun went down, man. He just did not perform his best. I don't think anybody would dispute that. Mm-hmm. They might tell you as a, a coincidence. That's not a coincidence. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, that he just couldn't win at night. Like it just, at the moment got to him. The bigger the lights, the, the more he shrunk under the pressure. So and the Bengals, Bengals are eight, yeah, the Bengals are eight and seven, uh, lost last year's Thursday night game as well to the Cleveland Browns. I believe it was 36 to 30, uh, a game that was the score was not as close as it indicated either. Burrow threw for a lot of yards and like 37 completions, which I think was a rookie record, but the game really wasn't that close. Um, so yeah, uh, so that's that. And then here's the one that'll really you up. The Bengals have lost seven straight games to rookie quarterbacks. Amazing statistic that, I, that we saw this morning, starting with Mitch Trubisky back in 2017, uh, a couple of Baker Mayfield losses in there, some Lamar Jackson, um, golly, who was the other one? Um, Kyler Murray, you know, yeah. just seven straight losses to rookie quarterbacks. And this is something that we t- joke about all the time in our text chain. Like, oh, as a rookie quarterback, Bengals are going to lose. Is why we were like, oh, shit, and we don't want to see Justin Fields because the Bengals are going to lose. There's data to back that up, Hunch, <laughs> and <laughs> that's really that's, scary headed in tomorrow night. That's, that's awful. I think we're a seven-point favorite, seven and a half. Yeah. Um, yes, but that number about the rookie quarterback, I will always go back. I always think about the magic man from Green uh, Bay who just yeah. walked into place and fucking lit us up. And that, you yeah. know, he's supposed to be the next coming of something. And he came and left. Yeah, he was. I think we he gave Brad Farr his uh, shine too, didn't we? We knocked McCow- down the magic man out of a game and right. came off the bench and brought him back from a, a significant number of points down to win the game. I believe that was also in Cincinnati as well. Right. So, yeah, it, uh, this is who day over 40, y'all. Again, we got all the, the, the strikes. No, the yeah, we, we were there. We, yeah, were, we were there. Remember. Yeah, we remember. And the North remembers as well. Mm. So, yeah. So, we get the rookie quarterback with sunshine tonight or tomorrow night, and let's get into the, the injury bug, um, you know, on the short week. The, the Steeler game, always physical. People are trying to hurt each other, you know, on both sides too. The Bengals really just kind of finally matched up the physicality probably, which is why they were able to, um, you know, kind of sustain that game and the lead. Uh, so for the Bengals, and we'll talk about the Jags a little bit with their injuries, but there's massive key injuries here uh, and then piling up really from game one. Uh, so the first one up, T. Higgins, we're going to miss his second game with a sore shoulder. Um, you know, wide receiver, I would really call him wide receiver one right now. I know. I um, would too. I, yeah, I, I think he is the most dangerous receiver we got. Yeah. All, I know. Of the overall package of yeah. speed, quicks, um, ability to catch. And, and right. He's got it all. And, you know, mm-hmm. Jamar's out to show and prove for sure. But like T. Higgins is, you know, the second year person. He allegedly came into camp, great shape. Everything was working out, and now we're two game, two games down. Uh, and we know that this is a reason. This is the, probably because of the short week. And if they were playing a better team, probably not on a Thursday night, he'd probably go. But they're really trying to get into the mini buy and give him these eleven days off, or really more than that, you know, to get him right for when they play Green Bay um, in essentially two weeks. 
also out is Cheeto Chiwaya Wuzie, the who had been absolutely balling, the number one ranked quarterback on completion percentage against, only at thirty five percent in the NFL. Just absolutely balling, showing and doing it at a third of the price of William Jackson III and doing it much better. Yeah. <laughs> Washington uh, would definitely like to yeah, like get to, that uh, money back. <laughs> well, um, like, like the Indian give, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like to get that money back. But yeah. Cheeto's going to be out as well with our growing. Again, it probably feels like a, man, was, let's see if we can get through this Jacksonville game and skate you through for, you know, 11-plus days that you'll be right to be going up against Brett Favre. Brett Favre, wow. Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) And and then also, which is probably the biggest hit, is Jesse Bates of freaking all-pro safety, missing his first game as a Bengal. Had 51 straight games, um, which was one short of the the record, by the way. 52 is the record. Um, And he's not out. He's out with a neck. Um, not sure how severe that is or whatever, but again, probably if this was a playoff game, they'd probably all be playing or trying to play and, uh, they're really just trying to get the rest in. So we got a starting corner, starting wide receiver and starting safety out. And then we're really only getting back Trey Waynes, who's going to play his first game at cornerback as a Cincinnati Bengal after missing his first 19 with injuries, Hodge. Yeah, that's a that's not a great exchange, really. We are missing some key people in key positions. I would like to have our starting safeties and all our starting cornerbacks playing in this game. That would really, really make me more positive of the outcome of us kicking their ass by 12, 13, 14 points. Yeah, you, you, it, I think the Bates one hurts probably the most. I mean, Cheedy hurts too, but, uh, that Bates one really hurts because he cleans up a lot of the messes that the dudes do. And now we're starting cornerbacks are Eli Apple and Trey Waynes, who haven't played in 18 plus months. That's a little bit scary. You know, the Jags do have a couple of really good wide receivers. Right now, the reason that they're not doing well is that their quarterback isn't any good. And we'll talk about Sunshine here momentarily. But, like, it, it, it to me makes this kind of a trap game. Like, you're just – there's there's those forces that are coming there. together to, like, kind of make it just a weird-looking game. And we'll talk about keys to the game here coming up. But, yeah, I just I'm – not, I'm not liking the look of that uh, at all. Um, but – you know, are you excited to see Trey Waynes? I mean, we saw him in Tampa. He looked really good on the, you know, drive and a half that he had played there. <laughs> I go, okay, that's fine. They look good. You know, I, I, they said he looked good all throughout camp. He just wound up getting hurt there near the end. So. I, uh, I hope that, right. I hope that he comes back and he just falls out and that will definitely help the, our defense, the, the defensive line is getting the pressure that we sorely missed the last couple of years. And they're hitting the quarterback or they're getting to the quarterback, making him throw the ball early. Right. That's what we want. That's what we need. Mm-hmm. And maybe we could jump on some of them short routes or make Sunshine throw the ball quicker. That would be great. Yeah, I mean, and again, you know, you have the inner tied for the leader in the interceptions and Logan Wilson, that linebacker. You know, you really kind of <laughs> hope 
that it, it it feels like now that Lou Amaruno has been in the system for three years, he got the players that he wanted, like he's able to scheme up against players, you know, like, I mean, again, yes, uh, Andy Dalton and freaking uh, Justin Fields didn't do shit and the Bengals should have won. And it everything got all goofy. Kirk Cousins, you know, he had an okay game against them. And then you see how he balled out against the Seahawks the other day. Who I mean, does ball out against the Seahawks? There. They, but they, he's balled out against them and they were able to do something. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm not altogether, like, kind of worried about that. But, like, again, uh, 0-7 against rookie quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Again, that's, that's more trend, uh, not coincidence. So, anyway. All right, so let's get into some of the keys of the game. Um, oh, by the way, the Jags got – they're going to be missing their starting defensive tackle and I guess their their starting kicker, who really hadn't done that well anyway. I think he was 0 for 3 on field goals and 3 for 5 on extra points. So I definitely think it was time for him to maybe, uh, you know. It's time, for, right, it's time to pull out them hush puppies yeah, and start selling life insurance. Yeah, I think it was time for him to go anyway, but man, that's that's not very good for your starting kicker. But yeah, they're gonna they're 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 out there a defensive tackle and their kicker for sure. Everybody else looks like they're good to go, relatively healthy. All right. So the keys of the game, you know, you got I got like four keys to the game. I'm gonna give one because I think uh it's is relatable for the both of us about what we know. Key number one for me. This is a whole ass revenge game for freaking Joe Burrow. He was like, this mother blanker didn't play me, didn't put me out there, forced me to freaking leave my home state to play. I had to do the whole thing that I had to leave and start my whole career someplace else. Restart my career. Yeah, I think this is a whole ass revenge game for him to stick it to Urban Meyer. It is. I Right. This is the... This is the real deal, Steve Austin, fucking Vince McMahon, I hate my boss, or fuck you, ex-boss. Yeah. This is real. Yeah, this is real. Like, real. I mean, yeah, this is not, like, I'm sure he's going to say all the right things and all that kind of stuff. I saw the article he, you know, uh, Urban Meyer called Joe Burrow. I was like, hey, you know, asking for advice of what he could help, to, you know, handle <laughs> Wedge McCall. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure he was like, yeah, okay, coach, blah, 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 blah. Hey, remember when you didn't play me at all? Uh, and call and, me and, everything in the book. Yeah, remember all that that forced me to change my whole last career? Pat, right. Thanks, right. appreciate you. So, right. yeah, that, that's the that's my first key to the game. Um, my next one is, as always, you Bengals got to shut down the run. I know you're pulling up stats here. Uh, the Bengals defense, I think, is really essentially proven three games could be a trend. You can't, I mean, you really run the ball. Again, they got yards in Chicago. They got yards in that, in, uh, in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh as well, but they didn't get yards, yards. This is not this thing where the team is giving up 130 yards a game and the last in the league. You know, they the running backs aren't getting yards, you know, from Dalvin Cook to Najee Harris last week. I mean, people aren't getting yards. So the Bears running back, who I can't remember, like they're not getting yards. So, they're they're like our Bengals are giving up seventy eight point three yards a game in three games. What do you, I mean? When did will this ever happen in our lives of who they over forty? They they, get, they were really really good in like twenty thirteen or fourteen. Mm-hmm. They right they were like I think they were like ranked sixth or seventh in the league at the end as far as total defense. 
But, um, yeah, you know, 78 yards a game. A I mean, game. A game where, shit, we've given up 78 yards a half there for a while. A quarter. Yeah, it's, it's not very good. But shut down the run and then make sunshine beat you. I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, if they can't run the ball, that means that he's going to have to throw. If they're down early, and that's my, one of my other keys here, is score early and often and then put it into a, a, a passing game completely at that point. And then that turns the pass rushers loose. Definitely a, a weaker offensive line that the Jaguars have. And, you know, you're putting him in situations where he's going to be forced to throw it in a lot, which means he's going to make mistakes. He's, he's, already, he's already got seven interceptions through three games. Um, he threw two in the, uh, three in the opener and two in the last two games. So he's going to give it up, like, for sure. That's just a given at this point in time because that's who he is. But, you know, he's also the number one pick. He's also, you know, he's, you know, they say he's he's sneaky athletic because he's white. And, um, (laughs) you know, we're not going to be, you know, he ain't going to be running like that in this league. And, you know, I I just make him throw the ball and beat you. And again, he's nobody yet. So, yeah, so, yeah, do what do what you yeah Keep doing it. Yeah, he's going to find Eli Apple, though, and he's going to find freaking uh, uh, Darius Phillips. You know, those dudes are going to be out there. And, you know, he's got Marvin Jones. And what's that? DJ, was it DJ Chalker was the other that, wide receiver uh, there. Duker, Luke, what's his name? Is that uh, they have another wide receiver that's really good. Um, but that's DJ, not mine. DJ Chark, Chark oh, Jr. Yeah, that's not, you know, that's not Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, and you know, old friend Marvin Jones. I'm sure he'd like to come back to Cincinnati, and even though he's twice removed from leaving the Bengals at this point, you know, to do whatever in Cincinnati too. But it's just score early, score often, force them to throw the ball, and unleash the pass rushers onto that kid, and you know, kind of trick them into something. Make, All right. Well, make Urban Meyer grab for his head because he because yes. his uh, sciatica is messing with him. Next key I had. Um, we get us uh, some early Joe Mixon early and often as well, you know, hey, establish man. a running game, you know, and get them, you know, again, man, that running the football on people when you can't stop it, it just demoralizes defenses. So if you can go out there and run the ball like you did last year, you know, it takes off time o'clock, keeps your quarterback clean. You know, Joe Burrow threw it 18 times last week against the Steelers. That's it. That's insane. 18 times. Please mm-hmm. remember. And completed 15. Yeah, and last, the interception. Year, and last year on Thursday Night Football, remember, he threw the ball 61 times. Um, so they're really trying to keep him from out of harm's way and, you know, having a solid running game. Now, he's where is he ranked in the league now uh, in terms of yards per game or yards total? Because he was leading the league after the first two weeks. And I think, you know, he had 90 yards last week, but five yards a carry. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's doing really well. You know, I think that's what we were actually looking for from Joe Mixon based on the money that he earned last year. Right. So he's second in attempts and second in yards. Yeah. And rushing. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, so we'd like to see that happen. And I think that will help him for sure. And then um, get the crowd into it, man. First Thursday night oh. football game where the Bengals are actually – Favorite to win. Every, everything is everything is favored for the Bengals to do this. Yeah. I'm almost I haven't got the call yet, but I know it's coming from the Cincinnati ticket people talking about, hey, buy some tickets. 
Yeah. I know that the that the uh, Brown for to build a new stadium group is getting their shit together right now. Yeah, I mean it's this is the first time that they've had a team that could be successful that is in a game and call it five years. I would say, yeah, call it five years post. You know, post fumble. This is you know mm. this is the first time that it's like, hey man, this team could actually be good. So the people in Cincinnati are going to be fired up. We bantered the idea of heading up there to Cincinnati for this game. It just wasn't going to work out time-wise or whatever, but we probably should have gone. As I look at the schedule ahead of time, I was like, man, if we won this game, it might not be any to get to Cincinnati this year to watch the Bengals. So, yeah, get the crowd in the game. Again, That you know, they're all going to be fired up. It's damn near Oktoberfest up there, so everybody's going to be pretty hammered. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 on. It really is. So if you get the crowd into it, get a strip sack, get a freaking interception, get a long touchdown, something to that effect, we're good to go. Now you notice I do not have Jamar Chase on here as one of my keys to victory. Why would you think I would not have that on here? That's a great question. Why wouldn't you have Jamar Chase on there? I think he's going to finally start to see coverage at this point now that T. Higgins isn't there. He's going to see somebody over the top. It's, yeah, it's, I, he it's is, inevitable. He, he has, I think he has earned that uh, this thing. Yes, yeah. he will get that extra a safety or a, a under underneath lineman or something. He yeah. will draw that extra player toward him, which yep. works for me. So, yep. yeah, throw it to Mixon where that linebacker ain't. Yeah, and, or Tyler Boyd. Or Tyler Boyd, right. In the middle, yep. I mean, it just sucks that we don't have a, a, a decent tight end. Yeah, that could catch the ball, but this is where that is at this point. He is – you're going to have to roll coverage to him. He's averaging 20 yards a catch. <laughs> like, you really better roll coverage to him or he's going to blow past you and he's going to catch long touchdowns. Like, that's just how it's going to go. You know, you might be able to get him loose on some, uh, you know, on some play action if you're able to get uh, Joe Mixon loose. But I, I don't think he's going to be the key to the game. You know, again, this I think this would have been a big game for T. Higgins to eat had he played. So now that he's not there, it's probably a big game for Tyler Boyd ish. If um, Auden Tate, Auden Tate. I mean, he's good too. I think he had one reception uh, against the Steelers or whatever. He should have had another one. I think he got called back on the penalty near the half, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the strongest unit the Bengals have is the wide receivers, I think. But that defensive line, though, is starting to look good, too. That defensive line looks – I can't use the word that rhymes with great, but they look great. And then look at the defensive rankings. We talked about this, you know, in our text chain, you know, total defense for the Bengals, eighth. What? Eighth. I think it was one year under Zimmer that they finished sixth. In one of the five playoff year runs, right? Six, but I'll take eight for sure. Uh, I'll take eight, especially against the Jaguars, for sure. And then the defense, and that's the funny thing: the offense hasn't really done much. They're only ranked twenty eighth in total offense, twenty right. eighth in scoring, like or seventeen in scoring, or something like that. I mean, they haven't done anything with the Especially. offensive weapons that they had, right? So, uh, but hey, you know if we can, if you can win, you know, without, you know, if you can score, I mean, if you win, is winning. If, yeah. if you if you can win seventeen fourteen, go for it. Yeah. If you can win thirty five thirty four, go for it. Just win. But yes, it is nice to have 
11 dudes when you're not on offense that kind of know what the hell they're doing and you don't have to score 35 points a game. Yeah, and what what do you think the number is? Like, man, if the Bengals offense scores this, the way their defense is playing is a wrap. I, I hear I hear Kiefer Sutherland, 24. Mm, that was exactly my number, too. I was like, if the Bengals offense scores 24, they can pretty much, the way the defense is playing, pretty much win almost every game. Not almost every game, but if they can score 24, they're going to be in every game. Defense travels. Like, that's the thing. Like, we haven't really had that. Even when they were good, it seemed like on the road, they weren't nearly as good. Now, again, they played the Bears, and they played the Steelers, who were obviously limping themselves. But let's see if they if this continues and they can travel with this, you know, with this defense. Because if they can, they're going to be in every game. Because the offense is eventually going to score. You're not going to stop them, stop them. They're going to eventually score. So, yeah, I would say if you get to 24, uh, you're going to be good to go. All right. Let's get to predictions, y'all. Um, again, I got it as a trap, like a pure-ass trap game. Like, it really <laughs> is. Because, just because of the injuries, if, if we were relatively healthy with corners and all that kind of stuff, I have two different predictions. Okay? Um yeah. Bengals are clearly more talented, but it's at home. It's Thursday night. It's going to be a lot of drunkards in Kentucky. My initial prediction is a 28-13 route-ish type of game, you know, where they get up early and then they just coast it to the end. But if there's some sort of turnover, shenanigans, rookie quarterback, whatever, then we're looking at another nail biter who, and honestly, my freaking blood pressure can't take another one. We're looking at another a nail biter, which I still would have them winning, but probably 20 to 17. What you got? I'm going with, I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think the Bengals crack 30. Okay. For the first time this season. Yeah. The Bengals go for 30. I mm-hmm. say it's 30 to, let's say 30 to 17 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I I cannot see the Jags scoring more than twenty points. Like I think that's probably the capper, barring again anything stupid, you know, a pick six or some dumb shit like that. Because I mean, the Bang, the Bengals defense that 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 stupid touchdown counts against the the scoring offense, even though the the Bengals gave it up against the Bears. I mean, the Bears, you know, really only scored <laughs> what thirteen points. All right. Offensively, and, they scored 13 points. And they shouldn't and have got that. Ten of them came from his freaking directly from his interceptions. Right. So, I mean, they didn't do well at all. You know, again, the Vikings scored because they were able to get loose, you know, late in the game. And then, right. and and then fourth, and, fourth and one, and you blew it on the 30-yard yeah. line. And then the Steelers didn't do anything. Right. So, but but look, look at his completion percentage. Yeah. And, that's, yeah. and that doesn't include four interceptions. Right. Yeah. I mean he's he's accurate. Right. He's now has a the long ball as a weapon for him. That's and it, it can't and right or right. And three teams seen it very well and they couldn't stop it. Right. And yeah. two of them knew it was coming. Yeah. Well, I for sure, you know, like I said, that's why I don't have Jamar as a key to victory here. Because I just imagine he is going to see all kinds of freaking uh, over the top coverage, so he doesn't get loose. But 
you know, he's going to take, you know, they're going to take their shots too. I think they've decided this year that they're going to go for it. You know, Zach Taylor is managing and coaching games like they're going to go for it, not just on fourth down, but, you know, in certain situations, but also, you know, my, one of my notes that here before too said, you know, if they come into this thing, right of Reagan again on the play calling, like it, it gets to be an issue too, you know, like, Oh, we ran the ball on first down. And then let's run it again on second down. They don't throw it on second down. They're just, you know, kind of predictable. And then when they get down or it's like it's not working, they're like, oh, you know what? Here we go. Five wide, you know, where he's, you know, more successful, more comfortable. And, you know, and then they start to, you know, be able to move the ball up and down the field. So we'll see how it goes. You know, the offensive line did well last week. Jackson Carmen gets his second start at right guard as well. You know, they kept him relatively clean and let's see what happens from there, you know, and then it'll be interesting after this week because, you know, what Ricardo Allen will come off the IR, Khalid Kareem comes off the IR, you know, there's going to be some, um, you know, roster decisions that are going to have to be made for some people that are wind up going up or going back down to the practice squad. So uh, pretty exciting. Very exciting time, but yeah. And and what? And can we? Are we gonna go around the other the, the league? Uh, yeah, we can swing it around the AFC North. The Steelers are terrible. Next yeah. question. Yeah, they're bad. Uh, and actually, my note on here says, "Why were you so upset that Tyler Boyd spoke truth to power about the Steelers?" Because you, when you say shit like that, and you know, that's. I mean, that's we hate each other. Each, yeah. each these teams hate each other, mm-hmm. and when you say shit like that, that this mother blanker, Omar Epps, well, Omar not, Epps, right? Watching on YouTube, right? That mother blanker, like I said, we they already play dirty. Mm-hmm. When we see them again in what week seven or eight? No, it's later than that. It's well into November. Yeah, let me not. I'm wrong. Yeah, it's way down there, isn't it? Uh, where the hell? Pittsburgh? Good, we don't have to play them again. Oh, that's a, oh, that's a schedule. Yeah, that's, a, well, that's yeah. their schedule. Yeah, right, so November 28th, yeah. right yeah. after Thanksgiving. So, yeah, yeah we'll, they'll be waiting for and, and whatsoever's left of them. Whatever's left, yeah. The quarterback seems shot completely. Um, I mean, whatever. Uh, oh, and, they, and, they, and they play Green Bay. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah, Green Bay. Yeah. Right, that's wonderful because whatever they can do to them, yeah, we'll see Green Bay next week. But they're going, Green Bay's yeah. going to kill them. Well, and shit, and they got Denver the following week, who's three and zero. I mean, if you're a believer or not, you know, and Seattle's always a tough out because of Russ. So, yeah, okay. So let's go to Baltimore, who were life and death with the Lions last week. Right. Um, needed a 66-yard field goal that bounced. They off stole the well, a fourth and 19 that they yeah. shouldn't have got either. Yeah, yeah. But, the Bengals. But yeah, I mean, but a 66-yard field goal that hits off the crossbar and bounces over. You live in a charm life. Well, well, considering all the bad luck they had to start the season with, yeah. you, you need and you needed that to get past the Lions. You're yeah. not that charmed. But yeah. yeah, this this news. Well, they're two and one, and they could easily be zero and three. Oh, they should be. Yeah. Oh. Um. Oh, he's got a back injury. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I keep telling my son this. I keep telling people that argue with me all the time. A running quarterback is not going to win that friggin' Super Bowl. It's that it, it's not a trend anymore. It, or it's not a fad. It's a trend. 
every single one of them that's gotten there that's been a true running quarterback. I'm not talking about Elway who scrambled or Roethlisberger or any like those dudes that like to run like that. They don't get the Super Bowls, and if they do, they don't win. Like it's, it's dude, this you got to be able to eventually stand in that pocket and make three reads because eventually they will catch you because you're going to get slower and they don't. They get faster. They take a better angle. They're going to get you eventually, man. They do. They always do. They always do. And then this is where this stuff starts happening. Back, hamstrings, whatever. You know, I've seen him take some hellacious hits. And I understand understand why Justin Fields, you know, doesn't want to run because he's going to get labeled as a running quarterback. And then, again, he's going to start to get blowed up. And he's a big dude. He's already been blown up. He's already been blown up. Right. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, you know. Baltimore plays at Denver this week. Is that what it is? Who's their backup quarterback? Is RG3 still there? No, he's he's broadcasting, ain't he? I don't even know. Who is their backup quarterback? I don't even know. Tyler Huntley? Trace McSorley? Who? I got a McSorley. Nice. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. So, oh, he um, played for Penn State, and that—that's all you know. Tells you everything, all, all right. right. So, yeah, so that's not good. And then the other team up north, uh, they're two and one. That's like the Bengals. Uh, uh, they destroyed Chicago in Cleveland last week, and rightfully right. so. Our hero Justin Fields looked like he should not even play football. Defense nine sacks, four and a half by uh freaking Garrett Miles Garrett. Right. Uh, I mean, just a, a, a shellacking. But again, I, it's hard to say. I mean, we know Chicago's not very good, even though we lost to them. We shouldn't have. Had that game been in Cincinnati, I'm pretty sure it would have been something similar to that as well. Um, and, you know, they should have beat the Chiefs week one. Should have. They, you know, I mean, and then they won the last two. You know, again, it's against. Well, it's Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. And then they beat, who they beat the week two? That wasn't the Lions. Who was it? It was somebody bad. Houston. Houston. And actually, Houston was hanging in there until old boy got hurt. Yeah. I thought Houston was going to be the worst team in the league, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a we against the world situation, so they might be playing against that. But look at, you know, their schedule is pretty tough here. The next three or four at Minnesota, at the Rams, Arizona at home, and and Denver at home, and then Pittsburgh, too, which is a rivalry game. Like, let's see where Cleveland is after these next five weeks. That ought to be oh, really yeah, 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 look, yeah, that schedule was brutal. Minnesota, Minnesota's the easy game out of the next four. Yeah, for sure. So you got to be kind of curious as to what happens there with them. And, again, always with the Browns. I know they've been a little bit better in the last couple of years. Always with the Browns. This yeah. – there's super egos floating on that team. And when right. people don't get depressed and, or whatever that they want, you and, know, it, it becomes an issue. And this – and Baker Hollywood. Yes, I, for sure. I, I, man, he mm-hmm. – his numbers – well, yeah. actually – He's, he's complete percent, but he's only got two touchdowns. But, again, they don't really do anything but run the ball. He's, you know, he, he he's not the star, but he thinks he is. And right. Aim like the star because, uh, again, my other trend, running quarterbacks don't win freaking Super Bowls. Once you pay your quarterback $50 million, high Kansas City, once you pay your quarterback $50 million. And Seattle. 
it's damn impossible to put together a championship team. It's this. Like, oh, well, Brady. Brady was never worried about being the highest paid quarterback. His wife's a damn billionaire. He didn't care about the money. And so they were able to build teams around him, plus Tom Brady, and he didn't need the money. So they were able to fill in those miscellaneous parts. Now, who's all gotten those huge deals and what have they done? Russ, Lamar's about to get this $50 million deal. I uh, I know. And freaking, uh, freaking Poseidon Show Bob, what's his name? Patrick Mahomes. Oh, God, he is. Like as soon as they get those, oh, people, and and that Mr. Green Bay got his, he got broke off too. And right, yeah, the CM Punk now because that's what he looks like. Yeah, I'm telling you, this is Man. it's not good. Like you just can't. That's why you got to win on them rookie quarterback contracts, man. If you don't win on them five years, you are. It's going to be very, very difficult for you to continue. So, well, that got his money. They're two and one. Maybe that'll be. The but but they or whatever. But yeah, it's, we, how about us? That means we got three years. Three years uh, left. I don't think we got that because if he if this year gets successful and whatever he has next year, hopefully that's successful too. They got it. They're gonna get him in year four. Oh yeah, it's better to pay him then. But right. you know, a lot of the Bengals do cap situations too. That you know they pay him really money. They don't just blow up numbers. So whatever. I mean, they made Carson Palmer the highest paid quarterback. His deal was a hundred million dollars or whatever at the time. Damn. Whatever that they paid him. And that's now that's only two years on some contract. That's damn near a two year deal. So you know, they'll pay for a quarterback, just not guards. All right. <laughs> or tackles. <laughs> well, I'm okay with tackles, just guards though. Well, uh, number seventy seven would say something. Well, and whatever. Sent, uh, yeah, I know. Well, he was old, but maybe he wasn't that old. All right. So anyway, I still think it's a trap. A little concerned about it, but we'll find out, you know, this time tomorrow we'll have probably a pretty good idea of what's happening. So, uh, hey man, you got some exit music? Is there uh, I was going, track? I was going to go the big payback by James Brown. Ah, big payback, James Brown. Okay, you can't use them. Um, I was, I was going to use uh, where you can, where you want to use that? What you got to chill? <laughs> Is that the sample? I can't even remember. I can't. Was that the sample? Well, the big payback. Do do do. Yeah, revenge. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, I like the big R. Oh, shit, or, but yeah, let's, I'll give you this. Yeah. The big payback works. All right. Cool. All right. So if you're listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, wherever you find this podcast, uh, James Brown's going to start to play you out. Uh, I am again the producer of this comp, uh, this comic book wow, this podcast. Again, three in one, y'all. That'll look so good going into this mini buy, you know. Green Bay did look a lot better than I thought they were going to look last week um, against San Francisco, although they were life and death. But, you know, it's in it's in Cincinnati. Hopefully you have all your defensive parts back in your offensive parts, and so you'd be ready to go and maybe to be able to steal one there with another soft game on your schedule after that at the Lions. So uh, real possibility you could get to, at a minimum, freaking four and two. Uh, so who day, who day, who day. Uh, Hodge, go ahead and sign off. Good night to all you happy people. 24 hours away from, well, hopefully we're up by 10 at halftime. Yeah, we'll give you all the, we'll be back for the aftermath uh, to recap the game. Uh, maybe not freaking Thursday night. That shit ain't going to go off till like 12 o'clock midnight. Yeah, I, I, I set the thing up for us to catch at midnight. Well, I got to go to work too. I got to get up and go to work. I got to get up and go to work too. I can't. 
for Pete's sake. All right, we'll see everybody on the other side. Peace. Who day? Who day?
Yeah.